Yeah. And if you want to keep it simple, it's either do you want to feel good or do you want to feel like poop? Yeah. So <laughs> if you want to feel like poop, keep eating That's like poop. That's a great way to transition <laughs> over to Robert. Okay. <laughs> okay. Robert, what do we got, man? Let's see. You're, you're, oh. Hey, everybody. It's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. All right. So we're back for another Coaches Podcast, and the topic of conversation has a little bit of humor and uh, I don't know, nerves or sensitivity. So Stephanie, why don't you tell the listeners, what are we about to talk about? We are about to talk about nutrition based around holiday meals, yep. holiday snacking. And the way this, this podcast will literally go out right before Thanksgiving, so a week before. Oh, perfect. So I, have you heard this statistic, but um, I, I've heard it, it was several years ago, that the average person will gain 10 to 15 yes, pounds. Yes, isn't that crazy? It's like from put a Thanksgiving vest on. to New Year's Day. It's crazy. And there's a lot of truth to that. And we see that not just in what we do and the challenges that people maybe in this room have, but also our clients have. So I thought it'd be really cool to get each one of our coaches tips, suggestions, or them sharing their struggles and maybe helps everybody um, do a little bit better this holiday season. So Stephanie, we'll start with you. So if you were going (laughs) to, if a client, let's just stage this. So I'm one of your personal training clients. Who do you want me to be? Oh gosh, that's a... Angela? We'll just, sure. Okay. It is Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Okay. Stephanie, I don't want to gain weight these holidays. What do I need to do? So I kind of look at it as overall, not a lot should change. If you're eating on that healthier plan anyways, kind of look at your holiday the same way that you're going into it. I'm also a big believer, like if you're eating in moderation, you're eating at 80% full, you're not just overindulging. Because when we overeat anyway, we usually feel miserable. So if you know what that feels like and you're eating slowly and at 80% full, that automatically will help how you feel when you eat. But I also have the same viewpoint at or thought of if there's something that you really enjoy at Thanksgiving. So say you really like pumpkin pie, have a slice of pumpkin pie. Is it worth that extra calorie? Is it worth that sugar? Like you don't have to deprive yourself of that one meal of a smaller portion, right? If you're still having your vegetables and your turkey and... I think sometimes people fall into different buckets, right? You've got your very committed bucket, which is kind of like I eat at 85 to 85 plus percentage of health. And then, you know, they're in the, the in between 65 to 85 where they're, you know, they're trying but they haven't quite made it up to that high level commitment mm-hmm. consistency. And then you got the person who's kind of just getting this thing going that is probably a loose cannon when it comes to now we've got more often, you know, treats at work, holiday gatherings, right. you know, maybe uh, desserts, uh, alcohol, all of those things. I think it, you, had the, you also hit the nail on the head. Like if you're someone that knows you can't just eat one piece of pie or it's going to just have this chain reaction effect into eating all these different things 
into candy and into something else, whatever it is, then you can't eat that piece in moderation. It's not worth eating. Yeah. Right? So it's like, where do I fall? Do I need to abstain from it? Am I there yet with my discipline or am I not? So for most people listening, I would hope that there are members. So they, they work out regularly. They're here anywhere from two to five or six days a week. And if they are wanting to gain results, meaning lose mm-hmm. body fat, um, get in better shape before New Year's, what's the best way for them to do that? Keep working out. Keep active. But your nutrition is key, is the foundation of the pyramid. So being aware of how you're eating, what you're eating, moving away from those processed foods, um, being consistent with your workouts like that you're going to set yourself up more for that consistency and hopefully more for winning and instead of failure if you're staying consistent with your workouts if you're creating those systems and habits to eating mostly on the healthier side again you don't have to be perfect right we always want is it it's not black or white i like to look at it more like a spectrum so what's a little bit better um and how you eat and what you're eating moving into the holidays previously and then when you move into the actual Thanksgiving or Yeah, Christmas. so like a good scorecard would be like are my workouts during these 6 weeks mirroring what my what my workouts looked like previous to these 6 weeks. Exactly. A lot of people feel like fall off of working out when you get close to the holiday where really there's no reason to stop working out or it's easier for us to just completely walk away from it. It's like, oh, well, we'll pick it back up in the new year. We'll think about all the ground you're losing in between that you've already built up to. And you just feel better when you work out. Yeah. So for you personally, Stephanie, have you ever felt like this season is hard, like the Thanksgiving to New Year's Day for you personally? I think it it can be because like if I go home or if I go out of town, my workouts are going to look different. But I've gotten into a routine where I feel so much better if I'm doing something active that now my family or my friends know she's going to go do something active. She's going to work out. Maybe it's not going to be like Christmas morning. I'm going to go work out and be my family. But um, same with nutrition. I'll eat like I love cheesecake. So I'm going to have a slice of cheesecake. But I also know that if I eat three pieces of that, like I don't feel good. Like and I feel bad after the fact. So because of that awareness and because I've done it before, I've gotten into a rhythm and it's taken a while where I'm going to enjoy the meal and I'm going to eat on the healthier side. But if I really love this piece of cheesecake, I'm not going to feel guilty for enjoying that over the holidays. Yeah, and I really think that's kind of what I would say that maturity and nutrition right is that if one if if i see you eating a piece of cheesecake Mm -hmm. well and let's say i don't know you personally where i'm like well you look just like anybody else eating cheesecake right but when you know that hey you're eating cheesecake and this is like one percent of the year like this is rare and you're able to have it and and enjoy it and not Mm -hmm. feel guilty because you're also not that person who eats a cheesecake and then you're three days later saying, why did I eat the cheesecake? Exactly. And it really requires kind of this uh, accepting that like, okay, if you like cheesecake and you can do it every now and then, mm-hmm. but you've kind of grown into that. When I've gotten into this, I don't really like pumpkin pie as much. Well, for me, then it's not worth eating that, right? So maybe, I, I mean, I really do like green bean casserole or I like regular green beans with a ton of bacon. 
But like, whatever it is, like right. I may have that instead. Cause to me it's there, but just cause it's there doesn't mean I have to eat it. If I don't really enjoy it, I'm not going to. So before we switch over to parent, I want you to unpack that a little bit more because I think there's a ton of truth in that of it not being worth it. Right. But people sometimes eat it anyway, like the yeah. little piece of candy at the because it's there at the the bank, you know, or at whatever right. the, you know. So explain that a little bit more. I think it can be twofold when it comes to that. Like a lot of times, is it am I just eating it because it's there? So in my mind, it's like okay. I'm not big on counting calories. I'm not big. I don't feel guilty when I have these one-off treats um, because I normally try to eat on the healthier style. And that's a mindset I've had to build into. But if it's something that's like, ooh, I just really love this or it's another dessert that I'm like, oh, it's okay, right? But it's not my favorite that I've gotten into a mindset. Well, I'm not going to have that. It's not worth it to me, right? Like I may have something tomorrow that I really do enjoy in a different mindset. But I think when it comes also, a second part would be like, because on holidays we sit around a lot more, right? We're just hanging around with family or the food's on the counter or passing the candy bowls on the tables or there's eggnog and whatever you're doing. A lot of times we will just grab it because it's there and it's mindless. So if I'm staying active already with my workouts or am I I going over there just because it's there? Am I bored? Is it because I'm sitting around? So if I get up and do something, if I'm engaged, if I do something, I mean, it. why am I going towards that sweet mm. or that even salty? Some people, their weaknesses is yeah. like chips and salsa or whatever it might be. Like, why am I doing that in the first place? So I think it's twofold for me. I like it. Good wisdom. There okay, you go. Like, like Perrin, uh, so give us, uh, your, your Richard shows up the Wednesday day before Thanksgiving and he says, you know, I really don't want to gain weight this next six weeks and I've always struggled. What is your advice? Okay. Well, Richard (laughs) wants to gain weight. That's thing one, but (laughs) bad example. It's on there every day to see how many pounds he's put on. Even if it's only 0.2, he will know about it, but he doesn't want it to be unhealthy weight. And he is very conscious about, you know, what he, what he eats and does his research on things. And, so, um, I think perfection, like I think Stephanie may mention, is not about being perfect, but it is about progress. And so, people that are currently in a gym working towards healthy eating style or already have that foundation, you know, it's okay to not be perfect, but we don't, you know, progress is about moving forward. And so, you don't want to take 10 steps back. That's not helpful. Um, and, you don't want to come back in in January and feel like you're starting over. Um, So I do think portion control is important. For some reason, when it's Thanksgiving, we all feel like the plate should be extra full. But the size of your stomach didn't change. (laughs) So (laughs) necessarily that what you put on your plate doesn't necessarily have to, you don't have to triple, double it, whatever. Um, Stephanie also talked about leftovers. For also Thanksgiving is one of those where whenever the meal's over, like an hour later, you're like, but there's more turkey. There's still going to be more turkey tomorrow, you know? Um, So still, still, you can still keep that balance. You can still control how much of what you eat and putting in some things that are things you don't have all the time. And that are those holiday special type things is not necessarily a bad thing. um, When it's a little bit here and the, like, like she said, it's not, it's not like, but also remembering 
okay, I ate the cheesecake this day. I don't have to eat it till it's gone. That's like, right. You can't wait. No, no cheesecake wasted. Like that's going to be okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but I do think that, you know, the holidays are a time that we are maybe not quite as active. Um, we do eat things out of boredom or because we are hanging out, et cetera. And sometimes it's hard when you're out of your element um, because a lot of people travel for the holidays. And so people that do have really good eating habits, I mean, you know, they're on the road, they're traveling, they're in airports, they're, and then they get there and they're like, oh, this home cooked meal. And it's not something you would normally cook. So you want to eat all of it. And you don't have to eat all of it. How would you say last year, this time, you were actually a client, right, at the gym, and you started coaching shortly after New Year's, right? How, how do you think, if you had to compare how you approached last year, and it could be no difference, but now you've been a coach, you know, you're, you know, you're approaching a year. How are you going to approach the holidays different than last year when more, it comes to nutrition and more, more self-consciously? No, I'm just <laughs> with um, exercise nutrition specifically. So I would say the bigger difference is not whether I was coaching here or not. The bigger difference is last year I was actually here for both of those holidays. So I was in the luxury of my own home um, and family came here. So still had the resources and the ability to just like go to the grocery store, get what I wanted, you know, still not really deviate from my normal routine. Um, whereas this year I'm actually traveling for both of those holidays. Um, so now not in my home, I'm not the one making the meals, not that, although that's probably best for everyone, but you know, <laughs> it, it would be things that I wouldn't normally make and wouldn't normally have cause I can't bake a pie to save my life. So like we're not having pie cause I can't bake a pie, but now those are going to be options. So I think it's going to be more the temptation of like, just eat half the brownie. Because like Stephanie said, an hour later, you're going to regret eating the whole brownie. Like in the moment, the brownie is going to be a 10 out of 10. Will an you, hour later, two out? out of 10. Will absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, may not have the same, you know, resources of a gym here, you know, there. But um, anytime I travel as much as I hate it, um, my husband is a real gym who will go run with me. So, and I'm okay. He runs and I just like tag along, but, um, yeah. So you always have the option to go out and be physically active. You don't have to have access to a gym every single day to make that happen. Yeah. So. And like you guys will be out for both holidays. Yes. So it's, I mean, and, and that, I think there's some people that might actually be traveling and sometimes people just don't work out when they travel. Hit up some 2115 non-air squats, push-ups. Just something. Yeah, it'll go a long way. Yeah. You're fine. Like, don't do it because you ate the brownie. Do it right. because yeah. you Just should do it anyway. And feel good. <laughs> exactly. and, it, and it doesn't have to be long. Exactly. You know, 20 to 30 minutes mm -hmm. makes it. And I believe that a workout impacts how you eat. You know, Absolutely. it influences what you put in your mouth. Absolutely. And so because you do that run or because you work out, you're going to. Well, and you feel good. You don't want to mm -hmm. undo it. Yeah. You know. So um, portion control is one that you kind of said, stay active, keep working out regardless of traveling. Um, would you say that, is there truth to the gaining the weight 10 to 15 pounds in your experience with people that you've, you know, been around or seen or, or heard of? I do believe people drastically change their approach during the holidays. I think part of it is the year is winding down. We either you are the one traveling, or you have people coming in. It's all the holiday shopping. It's it's everything, and so all the other stuff just it, it, it gets put aside. It's why you see everyone has all these ambitious goals come January one, um, and it's okay to have a reset 
each year. It's okay to have goals each year, but they don't have to be an on the January one type thing. They can be in any day of the week. Doesn't have to be a Monday. You know, everyone's like, I'm going to start on Monday every day. Mm. So, so why waste the seven days before Monday? Right. Um, Every, every day can be that new, that new kickstart. Um, but again, continually moving forward. And if you do get overwhelmed by the holiday stress and all, everything that goes along with it, um, I mean, you know, parents, their kids are out of school for long, long chunks of time. And all those things change your daily routine. They change the flow of your life. Um, but that's nutrition and all that. And the working out and the whole package is something that you can, you can, you can control if you choose to put attention to it and you can still maintain order yeah. in that part of your life. The, uh, before we go to Brandon, you said something about goals and like, you know, a lot of people, if somebody was going to set a goal for the holidays, like something that could really help them be accountable, maybe they share it with you guys as their trainer or maybe they share it with their spouse. What would you think like a really good goal to set for this six weeks that you can control? Something that, that isn't, like you said, what can you control and what would be like a great goal for them to set? I think maybe pinpoint what their weakness is and then do do 10% better at that. So if your weakness is the second Thanksgiving gets here, I probably won't see you in the gym till January. Mm. Hey, let's try to not do that, right? Still be in here. You're here, right? Still be in here. Um, if your weakness is, and this would be me, like if it's the sweets, like, yeah, I want to eat all of them. <laughs> all of them. Like, even if I don't even like pumpkin pie, but I want to try it. Like, like, so your goal is not worth it. to not do that. Right. Like, but it's okay. Like Lyle's mom makes the most phenomenal brownies on the planet. I am not wasting my calories on anything but those brownies. <laughs> and I know that going in. However, I also know if I eat the whole tub of them, I'm not going to feel so great. Yeah. So, so acknowledging where your weak area is. My weak area is not the green bean casserole. Man, good. Yeah, I like you it. Know. So acknowledge your weakness and increase 10%. Or yeah, eight, get you know. 10% better at yeah. whatever that is. I mean, I'll go run all day as much as I hate it because I love the brownies more. But that can't be the way that it offsets. <laughs> That's awesome. And okay, I really Brandon. I hope she doesn't listen to this. So um, <laughs> you've, been, you've been in the seat of trainer for quite a while, which means you've probably – trained people through the holidays what are some of the things that you see most often based on kind of everything we're talking about workout schedule diet weight gain commitment level yeah i think uh commitment level um to exercise drops a little bit um and then commitment level to eating as much food as you can increases quite a bit so um you know i think it's a You know, I think people get caught up in this idea of like it has to be one way or the other. Uh, I'm either going to go all in on my um, Thanksgiving food or I'm just going to, um, you know, skip it all together and just stay really strict to your diet. Um, And so what I always tell people is like it's more about consistency. Um, You know, if you miss one workout, is that really going to make you be less fit? Or if I go and do one workout, is it going to make me more fit? I, th- I would take that same approach to my nutrition. Um, Thanksgiving Day is it's one day out of the year. You know, if you're really worried about that one day, um, you know, I would hope that you'd be that worried about all the other days as well. You know, so 
Um, I would say, you know, the other 364 days in the year, um, if you're doing well, then it's not going to make that much of a difference if you do have a cheat meal. So you're almost thinking of like the way of don't give it more attention than it deserves. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I mean, it is a concern for some people, you know, it can get them off track. Um, but just like, you know, if you miss a workout, it's like, okay, it's fine. I'm going to go ahead and go to the gym tomorrow and I'll get that. I'll, I'll make up, make up that workout or, um, get back on track. So, uh, that's kind of my approach and the way that I, um, I coach my people and say, Hey, look, it's, we're going to have that day and it's okay if I, if just plan it as my rest day or plan it as a day that I'm going to eat a little bit more, or, um, be a little bit more relaxed on my nutrition and then I'm just going to get back on track, we'll say Friday or Saturday, whatever it is. Will you even have a conversation with your clients about it? Uh, we have in the past. Uh, I think if it's somebody that's newer, then yeah. Um, but for the most part, um, I really just tell them like, hey, enjoy this time with your family. Enjoy the food. Um, and then come you know, next week, we're going to be back on schedule. Um, so that way, I don't want to be too much of pressure on them, you know, because being in the gym is a vulnerable place. And if I give them this pressure, it's not going to be, um, I don't want to shame them for eating something bad. Um, but I do want to encourage them to say, Hey, look, have a good time, come back and we're going to just get back on track. So. Yeah. So your personal nutrition mm -hmm. is really good right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you're kind of on, explain kind of what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I've been doing RP. Um, it's just it's called Renaissance Periodization. Um, basically, it's uh, based off whether I'm working out or not. Um, it'll kind of adjust my macros as needed. Uh, I eat four meals a day, and um, really another thing is I just have an accountability person that um, I talk with every day and say, "Hey, look, I maybe struggled with um, wanting to have." Um, pizza today or I wanted to have um, steak when I wasn't really a lot of that much fat in a meal and so right now um, I'm following that plan but I'm also having like somebody I just talk with about it and that makes it a little bit easier and so you've the statistic or the thing you told me the other day you've had like one off meal or zero well yeah so right now I think I'm like 51 days in um, out of 201 250 four meals or something like that i've had four cheat meals and it hasn't even been cheat, cheat meals meal just means you did not adhere to the, i did not adhere to the diet so and they weren't even cheat meals it was literally i just was not able to eat as much as i was supposed to so like this weekend we we're at the rogue invitational um it was either i wasn't able to eat as much as i was supposed to or i wasn't able to eat at the right time and so we we're at the rogue invitational this weekend we went to um what's that place called pluckers yeah, we went to, to Pluckers. They have a bunch of fried food. So I ended up getting a salad, um, but it didn't hit my macros for carbs, right? I was supposed to have a little bit more so carbs. So that would be called a cheat meal. So that would, for me, in this time, would be called a cheat meal. I just meal. want to make sure yeah. everybody understands that. I cheated with a salad. I, I cheated with a salad. <laughs> salad. So, yes. but you know, the interesting thing was, is, so I had that salad and then like later in the day, I tried to like kind of make up some of those carbs. Um, but like here I am two or three days later and like my recovery according to whoop has just like consistently been low. 
And so like I'm still feeling those effects of not eating like the consistent, you know, eating as consistently as I was. My body's still having the effects of like kind of going a little bit slower, if that makes sense. So will your nutrition change at all for the next two months, really going into New Year's? Um, I mean, I think there'll be times where I'll, like, I'll want to enjoy, like, um, Thanksgiving. I mean, I love, you know, stuffing and turkey. Um, I don't really necessarily care too many, too much for the sweets, you know. Um, will you eat the stuffing? Oh, yeah. Like, well, are you you're just going to... Okay, so you're yeah, yeah. just... Just so, make, just clearing it up. I mean, yeah, it's two hundred out of two hundred four. I didn't know. Yeah, no. You know. I mean, I'll I'll eat that. You know, um, but I mean, it's just not a. It's just I'm not gonna. And then bounce right back on just Friday. Just bounce right back on it. Yeah. That, so that that's that's my goal is just to. So would it be accurate to say that you will make positive progress through these next two months, six absolutely. weeks? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any reason why I shouldn't. You the know? only reason I bring that up is because I think it goes back to the mindset of the individual mm-hmm. if they have something that they're doing. Like yeah. if you you obviously are tracking, measuring, mm-hmm. you're setting goals, mm-hmm. and you're working towards something. Right. And when you're not, it, it you're just more vulnerable to temptation. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I think if you're if you're not following anything, it's it's so easy to. Um, you know, this is one thing that I, I, I has made a, a big difference in my nutrition is like instead of going to the kitchen and saying, okay, what am I going to eat? How many, you know, carbs am I allowed to have? How many fats? How many proteins? Basically, I just say, or before I go to the kitchen, I, I like open up my app on my phone. I look at what I can eat as far as how many grams of carbs, how many grams of fat, how many grams of protein. I enter in my food, and then I go to the kitchen knowing what I'm going to be eating hmm. versus getting there, finding what I want to eat, and then trying to figure out how much I'm going to eat. Yeah. So it's just like a little bit of planning ahead. I like it. So. Well, let's transition over to Jacob, who is our newest coach. And by the time this podcast goes out, they will have already gotten your podcast that you and I did. So mm-hmm. hopefully they know a little bit more about you, but I'm excited you're here. Yeah, so welcome. excited to be here. Yeah, Thank you. No, we love having you on staff. Uh, how's it been just it's in your been... first month? I guess you're almost running out your four, your four weeks. I am. It's been thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah. It's been very good here. How do you like working with this crew? Fantastic, honestly. <laughs> uh, really, it's felt... You know, I've described it for as coming home, and it's just a big family. Uh, we all have so many wonderful ideals, and we complement each other in so many ways, I think. And it has just been one big family here. No, that's awesome, man. So as we are kind of unpacking this conversation about holidays, staying healthy through the holidays, whether through exercise, nutrition, in your experience coaching and personally, mm-hmm. like, what would you say is some great tips or some great uh, points that you could give people to stick to? Well, Brandon really said it. Have a plan. Uh, I personally, you know, uh, probably take the more uh, indiv- personally take the more extreme approach into my own nutrition during the holidays. I haven't, you know, eaten uh, a piece of dessert, you know, from for Christmas or Thanksgiving since I think 2010. 
Uh, and I and always, that's not just for Christmas. That's period. Period. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's just, uh, and I also cook my own meals uh, for Thanksgiving and birthday and Christmas and Easter and all that. Uh, I I don't partake of any of the food on the on the table. And but I eat with my family and I love it. And uh, with that, I always have a plan. Um, and there uh, has been a lot of experimentation about how to do that. One, don't try to cook your own meal while the family is cooking their big meal. Uh, never works out. <laughs> uh, it leads to a little bit of frustration and a lack of um, cooktop space and uh countertop space so uh for me now i always cook my meal the night before or my meals and i eat two gigantic meals usually and uh that's my plan going in and so whenever it's about time uh to eat and i don't know who else's family is like this but i hear we're about to sit down and eat get ready well an hour later we're sitting down to eat so i know whenever i actually see people actually congregating towards the dining room that's when i know to get my food out and throw in the microwave yeah you know what you're describing to me it almost sounds like when a client is on a six-week challenge the challenges they face all the time during that six Mm -hmm. weeks because they're having to now eat with their family or with you know meal times if they're you know if they are and having to kind of adapt to other people's Mm -hmm. life but really what they're trying to do is adhere to a really strict meal plan really strict or just enjoyable i or yeah yeah um absolutely would call so you know and that's whenever you go over um to um you know extended family uh for a meal you know um, I still find it a bit priggish to take my own food there to eat just by myself. Uh, so I will literally um, eat lettuce uh, or something. Uh, and well, when you came over to our house, you just had the broccoli. That's I it. Know, a very little bit. I know, and I felt like a ham bone doing that. <laughs> uh, it was great. Uh, but, you know, it, you know something that um, I heard... Uh, sitting down here right before this podcast was, you know, there are some personalities that, um, you know, it's hard to just have one brownie. You need to have, you know, 10 brownies. And for me, like at Starbucks, there's really only one size of drink and it's a venti, you know? (laughs) Uh, So it's like, go big or go home. Uh, If less is more, just think how much more and more would be. Um, And, uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? So um, by that, Um, I know just from past experience, whenever I was uh, growing up, that I tend to take the more extreme approach to things. And uh, the one of the worst advice advices that I could be given is just have one piece of something or just have a little bit. Um, Knowing my past experiences, that's virtually impossible. When I have one, all of a sudden the temptation opens up. The desire for more, the thoughts literally in the middle of the night thinking about, well, it's still sitting on the countertop. And uh, could it uh, just come at me. And it's un- unfavorable and it's suboptimal. I uh, therefore know that for me, um, I it's so much easier just simply to say no than to experience the pleasure of something that is so temporary, so fleeting, and then deal with the temptation thereafter for days on end. Uh, I don't want that. Yeah, okay, I'm going to paint a picture. 
because I've had this same question before and I want to see how you answer it. Uh, you have somebody who's very near and dear and very sweet to you who doesn't know your adherence to your intake, your, your food. And they make you something really delicious mm-hmm. and you're already there. So you're already in their home and they bring it to you and they serve it for you. And they just are so happy to show you whatever, call it, call it brownie, call it cake, call it, mm-hmm. you know, and by circumstances you end up in this environment and they don't know that you've already made your food and all these things. How do you handle that? Well, I've this isn't actually a hypothetical situation. It's happened more than once uh, <laughs> to me. And I don't partake of the food. I just simply say I'm, uh, I, I've gone about it a few ways, but it's usually I am so sorry. Um, uh, I can honestly say at almost any hour of the day, except if it's in the middle of the night that I just ate, because, you know, um, I am either going to snack on a banana right before I train or something. And so I might say I just ate. I'm not talking about quantity. Uh, I'm just saying I just ate. Uh, trying to let them down easy. Or I'm so sorry, I can't do that. Um, for me, I have a really easy out because I'm vegan. And if someone gives me a brownie, there's almost guaranteed to be egg and dairy in there. I'm sorry, I'm a vegan. I, um, or I just say I plant-based now because that has such a stereotype associated with it. Uh, but, um, you know, there there's just no really easy way to let it down. People's feelings are going to get hurt. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, that's what we have to do, uh, for a person of my personality type to have optimal health. I mean, if I have one brownie, I will probably have a a lot. This is also why I don't drink alcohol of any kind. And I have been blessed never to have done so because I think if I liked it, I would be an alcoholic, you know? Um, it, it is of absolutely no merit and people's feelings might get hurt. I mean, uh, I, I've been in situations even with that where it hurts people's feelings. And at the end of the day, we're here to glorify God and not seek the pleasure of man. So how would you say for the average member of the gym, right? The, mm-hmm. the person who's probably not at that level of discipline or at that level of adherence or that level of health. How do how have you in interacting with you know just people that come into the gym and they say, man, Jacob, I don't want to gain ten pounds this holiday, Mm -hmm. but they're not you, so you can't say, hey, be me. (laughs) You know how how do you help them? How do you guide them? Well, usually I have um, just encouraged them to um, seek you know a whole foods. Um, approach to what they're going to put on their plate uh, to uh, enjoy the day. But unfortunately, nowadays with so many families and the ease of travel, I mean, we have two or three Thanksgivings. We have two or three Christmases. Uh, It's not just a day now. And so uh, encouraging them simply uh, from my approach to just not eat the dessert. You will be tempted and know that you will be uh, but you're tempted every single day probably to eat the dessert or to eat un, uh, just not well. And so um, deal with that temptation like you do uh, every day. Yeah. And so um, for, for, for most people, they're going to enter into, I love how you said it, multiple holidays. That's very mm-hmm. real now. They have, there's Thanksgiving on Thursday. There's Thanksgiving, sometimes two on Thursday. Yes. Meals, right? 
Friday, the weekend, we're going here. And then there's even a Thanksgiving the next weekend yes. to celebrate with other family and then, members. And like Perrin said, then there are leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my folks will literally eat Thanksgiving. They have a warm-up. They already had a warm-up Thanksgiving meal. I'm not kidding. And uh, they do so on like, October 3rd, I think, every single year. And then they just go ham on it. And they have literally leftovers for a week. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So by Whole Foods... What do you mean for, you know, for these mm-hmm. people that are going? Uh, as little processed, like if it is heavily processed food of any kind. I mean, if it has just been baked and so, so many ingredients have been poured into this casserole. I mean, that's not Whole Foods. That is a heavily processed meal. Uh, with, the more you process something, the more calorically dense it becomes usually. And the more nutrients more lacking in nutrients uh it has usually so avoid that um and the more uh you can possibly find food that is as original to nature as original as it was grown uh, as possible then the more vibrant uh and honestly enjoyable it's going to be i mean when you experience the joy of uh eating these you know a whole foods enjoying the fruits and the vegetables and the flavor and the just color and flavors that God gave them. It is, and you you're used going to, to feel not better. enjoy that because we talked about that a little bit. You used to not enjoy the vegetables, um, a while back. I or correct me if I'm I wrong. Did, I thought no, I recall the. Um, I I definitely grew up eating veggies and uh, fruits and veggies. I just I didn't know anything about them. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't uh, realize you know that going to a Chinese buffet and getting a whole bunch of broccoli wasn't a healthy option because it was literally saturated and soaked in oil and they probably injected it with more oil to try to just you know get more in there um, so was not aware of that yeah um, but no I, I've always enjoyed the uh, veggies now um, my appreciation and love for them has definitely just increased astronomically and it's just, it's still, you know, a journey. I'm, uh, finding more and more just my preferences and my desires for health are going more towards just eating food, even uncooked and, uh, enjoying the incredible flavor spectrum that God gave us. It really is a gift. And that's why I bring it up. Cause I think that it is a, it, for some, it's a growing taste, mm-hmm. right? They, they kind of get stuck on this current way of eating whether it's uh you know salt grease sugar Mm -hmm. right repeat salt grease sugar repeat and they they completely don't realize that there's this awesome yes flavor found in vegetables and that you can eat a really colorful healthy diet and And you probably won't enjoy it uh, at first if you're eating a heavily processed you know lots of oil salt grease sugar uh diet there's almost certainly no way that you're going to enjoy it. You have to grow into it. And that's why, even for me, um, I tried to be as strict and uh, have a diet that could not be critiqued negatively by any person. Uh, I I want to have a diet all the time that is uh, as perfect as I can possibly get it. Uh, And that's important to me. And um, that being said, I still find myself saying that I need to be patient uh, because... Do I know that or uh, that a whole foods, uh, very heavily raw-based vegan diet is the most optimal diet in my conviction? Yes. Uh, am I eating that right now? No. I I still you know I still cook foods, and it's because I'm just not there yet. I I would not enjoy eating nothing but raw plants all day every day. I, I right now. 
But so, I find myself slowly yeah. growing to yeah. that point and saying that I just be patient. I'll get there. Maybe. And um, with that, you know, making those slow decisions like today um, with the big uh, I, I ate a big lunch and I usually uh, cook my uh, bell peppers and my onions and uh, saute the spinach slightly. And today I chose not to. Um, and through, uh, threw it in with all the other stuff, um, that I don't cook and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And that was just, you know, it's those baby steps, making those small decisions. Mm -hmm. And now I know, holy moly, I thoroughly love that. That was Mm -hmm. amazing. And with that, you also learn and grow. I mean, I, I'm still reading books about, um, you know, flavors and, um, acidity with different foods and, like uh, a week ago, I would have not probably enjoyed that meal because I didn't know how to make a um, avocado sauce with it, really, that would have made it, that did make it thoroughly enjoyable. So I would have not probably had that. And that's those baby steps. You, as you learn, you then make, you know, little changes that will make those changes not just tolerable, but even enjoyable. And that enjoyment will progress to lifelong. It's just like a fitness journey, right? You start at Mm -hmm. a level and it's encouraging to hear that no matter what, you're still making progress, right? There's still room to grow. Just like in our fitness, there's still room to to improve and in our nutrition too. But it's starting that journey, right? For a lot of people listening, you know, maybe they're just started, like maybe Mm -hmm. they just started here at the gym. And maybe they just started a six week challenge. Maybe they've been coming for a while, but they've kind of gotten their their fitness like to a point of, okay, I actually like working out and I'm actually getting better, but they haven't done that yet with their nutrition. Yes. You know, and so it's just about being on that journey. It is, absolutely. So let's so let's switch over. Thanks, Jacob. Let's switch over to Bennett. Uh Bennett. We are talking about holidays. We're talking about tips. Um, I know you you've got some six week challenge clients that maybe just wrapped up. So kind of giving you a kind of a way to answer a question. If a six week challenge client just ended and they lost, you know, let's say they lost 5% body fat and they're like, Hey Bennett, I, I know the holidays are coming up last year. I gained 10 pounds from Thanksgiving to new year's. I don't want to gain back the weight I just lost. How do I, what, what should I do? Well, I mean, you you really just, they already highlighted, like, the big point is, like, okay, you did all this work, and why would you go ruin it off of food that, off of, like, 10 minutes of enjoyment? Like, you go eat a cookie or two cookies or three, whatever it is, and, I, and you enjoy it for about 10 minutes, but then you think about how much work you did to get that weight off. Or, like, think about this. Like, I made a post about this last year. If you, like, think about food as being like in burpees. So a cookie, maybe a hundred calories, whatever it is, hundred, hundred, 150, probably 250. Yeah. Think about one. If one calorie is one burpee, like, are you really trying to do that many burpees? Like that's a lot of burpees. Are you sure that's worth it for well, one? So cookie? expand on your post. What did you post last year? Well, I posted like, it was like right before uh, Thanksgiving and I post, I have a huge list of different sweets and and how many calories are in about each one so i know like a piece of cake is like slice of cake average probably 400 500 calories so it's like okay you you sit down and eat that and you enjoy that for about 20 minutes and then 
you know, that's 20 minutes of enjoyment, but that'd probably, it'd probably take you longer than 20 minutes to do the burpees required for that. Well, think about calories on the echo bike. Yeah. (laughs) 400, 500 calories on the echo bike. It's like, you're going to eat that cake. But the thing is you ate, you're already, if you just ate the meals, you would have already had enough calories for the day to be fine. But then now you add 500 calories. So it's like, and you're not going to do anything about it. So if you want, like a good thing to do is prepare for it. I'm gonna have to sit on the echo bike and eat my brownie. Yeah. <laughs> so explain the oh, pre- explain pre- preparing for it. What do you mean by like that? Like what I do is if I know a day is coming, I do a whole week of cardio to prepare for it. So like for Thanksgiving, like I allow myself to eat whatever I want. Like I don't care. Like I don't, and I don't even really eat bad. But I I'm more of a carb person. I don't really care about sweets or anything. But I'll eat the potatoes and the gravy and whatever else you know. And I allow myself because I literally prepared myself for that moment. Yeah. If you're waiting to do it afterwards, now you feel like poop and, and, you, you, and you think that you're going to re- recover from all the food that you ate. But it's like, highly doubt it. Like, you're not going to recover from that because now you feel awful. So if you spent a week, you know, of doing maybe 30 minutes extra of cardio every day, like, what is that? Like, everyone thinks they don't have time. But what do you, 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night, or 30 minutes at night? Like... What I would I would even say getting that thirty minutes and and taking off thirty minutes of sleep is probably more important if if you're so worried about taking or like gaining all this weight so you do that for one week take thirty minutes off you wake up thirty minutes early go do that you know thirty minutes of cardio and then go, go well, shower and, and speaking on extra cardio I don't know if you, any of y'all heard the most recent podcast with Michael Strait he was here for Faith RX. he's doing a million meter row challenge oh that's and. Pretty much rowing, and you know he had a buddy of, of his, and it breaks down to just under three thousand meters a day, which wow. is totally doable. Yep. And he is he's been he's actually ahead, I think by a hundred fifty thousand meters because wow. his goal is to not like he he wants to be done actually by November. I thought he said so. Fifteen minutes, right? If we're honest, like. Three a thousand meters, four to five minutes, yeah. three thousand meters a day. But just thinking of it like that, like maybe even having like a cardio goal yeah. for the next six to eight weeks perfect. <laughs> would be really good. You know? <laughs> uh, so what will your cardio be for for the or what was it in the past for you said you'll run? For me, well, running's easy because you can do it anywhere. But <laughs> you gotta be biting. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Y'all are horrible. <laughs> but for me running's good, but it hurts it's like too high impact. <laughs> We're just having a little comedy hour. Oh my god. Okay, so Bennett, back to you. Running is the preferred uh, I'd say biking is actually better because you can see you can Echo bike. You can just sit. Yeah. Or for most people, if you just put it in your living room, you can literally just watch TV like you're already going to do. Yeah. Like, I know most people probably sit and watch TV. So it's like, instead of sitting, why don't you actually sit on a bike? So will you have any conversations like this about about the next six weeks with your clients? Uh, I, I don't even... I have these conversations weekly. Every day. Not, like, <laughs> I literally have to have these weekly. About <laughs> nutrition and yeah. making sure they're staying, sticking to it. And so... so it, it's no different for... Yeah, so this is just like any other time, right? Yep. But there's just a few more challenges. Yeah, for holidays, people 
I just, yeah, people think that they need to go all in. Like and we you've been personal earlier. training for a long time. I mean, what have you seen historically? Um, that people happens? definitely, definitely lose it here. But it's like, it, what it is is actually more since they're they're doing fitness, but they get guilted when they go to a like like he was just talking about. Uh, you get guilt tripped into trying to eat food, you know. But it's like because other people aren't really fit and they don't understand. They don't understand the point of. Or, or the of like how many calories they're yeah, eating. Yeah, like the person who's offering them dessert or the yeah. person who's offering them a glass like, of well, wine. Well, like let's oh, they go out to eat. Oh, let's order, you know, this person that doesn't work out. They're like, oh, let's order this cake or let's order the, you know, it's just, it's just one, you know, one time. Let's do it. But it's like they don't realize what they're actually doing. You know? Yeah. And it's like, almost, yeah. They, they, well, because for them, they're not mindful yeah. of it. And in a sense, like I hate to say this, but a like being overweight or obese or like obesity in itself is contagious, right? Like if you're with, if you're surrounded by people who are overweight or, or obese, you're highly likely to be overweight and obese too. Your chances go up because of their lifestyle. So like that's yeah, just the honest uh, truth. Pastor Will did a series or uh, at the church, and he basically the theme, recurring theme over the three or four weeks was you are the average of your five closest friends. It's true. And so you're typically not the most, but you're also not the least. So you're kind of somewhere in between. Yep. So that's a really good point. Um, so for you personally, Bennett, I mean, will you just, will will you end up doing like a week of cardio leading up to the holidays? I'll definitely do a week. of cardio. Will you do it for Christmas too, or Christmas? Will you do it all during, in between those six weeks or more cardio uh, than normal? It's just really upcoming because, like, I I have my food. I already know how much I need to eat in a day. So, I, re- I mean, I do some cardio, but not probably not as much as everyone else in here does because yeah. I just don't need to. Like, yeah. I, my metabolism is good enough. And, I, well, and, and that I goes back, too, to different body types, different builds, different goals. Yep. And I think that's what's been great so far just hearing the different perspective mm-hmm. is – you know, identify maybe what your goal is. Like what, what do you want out of this? We'll call it not just six weeks, your health, right? Do you, do you want to adhere to something at a high level that makes you feel good, that you make you, makes you feel a certain way? Or do you want to be okay? Like I think Stephanie said, like, I don't feel guilty when I eat that, you know, and true. Um, just, but knowing what it is you want, I think sometimes people don't know how to navigate those thoughts very well. So they end up listening to all the kind of media or the marketing or the slogans or the social, you know, postings about it. But I think that's something to really kind of dive in and, and have, like we talked about here with Brandon and Jacob, have a plan, you know, have a goal, have something that you can basically be accountable to. Yeah. And if you want to keep it simple and say there, do you want to feel good or do you want to feel like poop? Yeah. So if you want to feel like poop, keep eating That's like poop. That's a great way to transition over to Robert. Okay. <laughs> okay. Robert, what do we got, man? Let's see. You're, you're, oh. <laughs> it's the Cookie Monster it's song. It's the Cookie Monster C is for cookies. So Robert had pre-staged that. He played the, what's it called? The Cookie Monster song? Uh, I think I just typed in Cookie Monster Sing C and that's what comes yeah. up. Uh, no, man, you're, you're kind of the closer on the podcast. So you've, you've heard all the different coaches share. Um, how, how would you say for you, kind of tying it to you personally, how will you approach the holidays this year? So honestly, it's been like this ever since uh, I guess I started my fitness journey from when I was overweight up until now and still overweight. Um, 
I think how I'm gonna how I usually approach it is I do get the turkey. I maybe do a couple slices of ham. But like when it comes to all the extra sides, I honestly do about I guess everyone gets your not tablespoon, but that big scoop, whatever it is. I'll probably just put a scoop of a little bit of everything and instead of just overcrowding the plate, just have a little taste of everything and then honestly after that I'm pretty full. If I do eat any sweets, I know I love sweets and Probably anyone who's listening to this knows that I love sweets. Uh, when it comes to the holiday times, though, the only thing I really eat, because I enjoy it more than anything, is apple pie. <laughs> That's the one thing. But, again, going off like everyone else says, you know, just you, you try to have that one. For me, it's not – it's just how I've been doing it for the last five or six years or so. And so it's been pretty much uh, established in, in my mind. And it's more of a discipline where now I can eat one slice and – I'm honestly okay. Maybe the next day I'll have another slice, but I don't do half a pie in one sitting. Um, that's just something that... Any I, ice cream on that? Sometimes. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it, it's not much better, but I do like those little bluebell, oh, yeah. itty-bitty snack size ones. Yeah. You know, I'll just do one and put it on there. and then, Yeah. No, just one. Just one. Now, you, you said, you know, before when you were overweight, so how did that compare to, you so, know, back then? Oh man! So when I was overweight, I could out eat all of you <laughs> in one sitting for sure. Um, but no, um, back, it was just no control. Uh, I would pack my plate on with a lot of things. My plate would—I mean, my family would like to use paper plates, and I had to like triple stack it because that thing would be sagging down. Um, it was pretty, pretty bad or pretty awesome, however you want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> That, that thing was that thing weighed it, it weighed some pounds so um yeah but i mean that's kind of how it used to be and i just put everything on there like three scoops of mac and cheese and, you know one big heaping scoop of mashed potatoes and i just that was kind of how i did it and nowadays it's just kind of like just a regular scoop nothing too crazy i mean if you looked at it it's probably about a cup of each uh each item if even that so it's nothing outrageous anymore uh now i think i've downgraded to just one plate so yeah for support so will will that weekend or i guess that thanksgiving day be it you know kind of just normal eating between thanksgiving christmas or do you see it being a a tough challenging season so my thanksgivings and christmases are a bit different compared to uh, i know we do as jacob put there's multiple christmases and thanksgivings in a day or a week um but i pretty much take brandon's approach like there's what 52 weeks in a year 365 days I mean, that one day, I'm, I love Thanksgiving. I love spending time with my family and same with Christmas. And so it's one of those that I'm just going to enjoy that day. As far as everything else, fitness and all that stuff, that just goes out the window for me. I, for that one day, I just spend it with them and just have a good time. I think last year, Thanksgiving, we did a Friendsgiving because of the whole COVID thing. And it was awesome just to spend a day just with friends and not care about anything else. Um, yeah. And then the next day I'll go back to training or even the day before I'll do training. But the day of it's just friends and family and that's all that's. That so is. how about some of your clients? You foresee yourself having some conversations with them or them having any challenges with this uh, next two months? I, I can see that. Uh, I still talk to them. I mean, a lot of my clients I talk to on a daily basis about their nutrition. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I say is a uh, good nutrition is a happy nutrition, which that's kind of like for me, it's just, I don't want anyone to ever feel miserable with what they're eating. Um, I think Bennett 
hit the nail on the head with that one saying that, you know, if you really don't need it, you did all that you've done all this hard work and you still want to maintain it, then don't go crazy with it. Just go ahead and continue what you've been doing. Have a plan. Do like what Jacob does, plan your meals out, go ahead and have that all prepped out. Uh, but if you're just going to, for that one day, just kind of want to let loose, then go for it. I mean, it's one day out of the year or two days out of the year, as long as you're not doing it five times. Yeah. Uh, or within that month. What, uh, what is your goal between now and the end of the year, uh, with your exercise and fitness and nutrition? So, um, back to what you said in the beginning, average, what, 10 to 15 pounds in our holidays. Well, mine is more like 15 to 20 just because uh, my birthday falls on November 1st. So candy usually goes on sale in the stores. <laughs> um, and so for my birthday, I get a lot of sweets. So that kind of starts early for me, but no, in all seriousness, I think everything's just going to be the same. I'm going to train harder now. Um, if the qualifiers work out well, I mean, that's kind of what I need to stay focused on is that. So I'm going to do everything the way I've been doing it, prep my meals. Um, I may even just have it prepped on Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day, so just that way I'm not overeating. But for the most part, it, I think everything's just going to maintain. I think, honestly, for Christmas and Thanksgiving this year, Kelly and I are just going to make homemade pizzas. Like, I don't think we have any plans to go with family or anything, so I think yeah. that's kind of our mindset for this year. Awesome. Well, what a great uh, episode. A lot of nuggets. Uh, not chicken nuggets, but a lot of good nuggets. So uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. Once again... Thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.